0: What are your plans for Valentine's Day? I don't, you know what? I couldn't even care long enough to
1: finish my question. And oh, you're talking. so, listen how cool. It's so commercial, so right? Cool.
0: Oh, thanks, Hallmark. Ugh. Uh, do you guys not tell your special somebody that you love them every day? Do you this not make them fu- you feel your this love?
1: This fucking drum again. <laughs> beating this fucking drum every- Why are you letting
0: corporations tell you how to love? Why does it have to be on February 14th and to one person?
2: Because that's a lot easier than doing it every day of the year. Hey, Justin. Yeah. I love you. I love you, too. But only on February 14th.
1: My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My
3: name is Chris Plant, and you shouldn't write that joke on Twitter.
2: My name is Russ Frustick. I know the best game of the that, week. Do you know is what you did? West
3: Side Story? Instead of screaming, you just made it as long as possible.
2: Of the week. <laughs> I prefer... um. I actually prefer
1: the fast to scream rush fresh stick because then it's like over faster. It's like yeah. a Band-Aid. It's you like whenever I do off. whenever I do emergency, I just pour it into like a shot
2: glass of water and then just like get it. Done. I don't even have water. Gross. I just put it directly into my mouth and then swish it oh, around. Man. That's it's the best way to do it. not true. It's like freebasing.
0: Let's do this. Uh, we're excited. It's a big week on the besties where we talk about the latest and greatest in video gaming and compare and contrast.
3: I'm really um, excited about this week, Justin.
0: There, Me we have too. Two I've played, we've games. all played,
3: yeah, it, we've mainly sort of played both the games. Um, and talk about contrast. We could not have found two games more
1: different. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that, that is accurate. We're talking um, Aliens, Colonial Marines. <laughs> oh, God. and any any good game any game ever (laughs) any any other game released in the past five years except except for duke nukem forever which hmm i'm starting to put a pattern together here hey
0: the so uh what do you guys want to dip into first fire emblem let's do fire emblem let's talk about fire emblem uh a 3ds release about i guess what, what did we like a month deep into Fire Emblem now? months month since that. No, it's not that couple, long. A couple weeks. Not no, that long? It's only, it's only been weeks. a couple weeks. You're right, a couple weeks. Uh, if you don't know Fire Emblem at all, which I... Not only had I not played a Fire Emblem game, I did not even have what I would describe as, like, a functioning knowledge of what the Fire Emblem games are. And I yeah. still have not, never, like, touched one of the other ones. So here is what I understand Fire Emblem to be from playing Fire Emblem on the 3DS uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, it is a uh, tactical uh, game, much like uh, XCOM, uh, for example, where you have a, uh, a squad of uh, fantasy-based archetypes that you are uh, pitting in turn-based combat against another squad of fantasy-based archetypes, typically trying to uh, uh, wipe them off the map or protect someone or, or achieve some other sort of goal. Uh, but that's the basic idea. If you've played XCOM and you can imagine not guns, but fire. Yeah, well, we should
2: to, uh, to make another comparison. Um, it's almost exactly like advanced wars. Yeah. But instead of okay. modern combat, it's fantasy combat. Uh, there are uh, yeah. obviously s- differences in the gameplay, but the core of it is feels very advanced wars.
0: Um, it is, I, I would say, and it's, it's sort of designed to be more, uh, more difficult than most games. Um, I personally have not played it on the harder difficulties. That just doesn't really appeal to me. Um, I've really been enjoying it. I know that the game is sort of built around uh, permadeath for your units, uh, and I haven't been playing it that way. Uh, I, oh,
2: really?
1: I, uh, uh-huh. So I know, oh, Russ, Russ, you are a traditionalist.
2: I, I am indeed. You I I've, I, honestly feel like the, the game becomes way more interesting if you're playing with permadeath uh because you, essentially you still, still
3: was out this is
0: what this is what tore it for me though I do because wuss because out you, but... said, you said that if you, one of your characters dies you you restart the mission. yeah you don't have to do that I thought,
2: that's just how i, I realized
0: do it. like i could do that in a more efficient manner by just not having them
1: die but yeah. that yeah. i makes me more thoughtful so i'm uh i'm like eight or nine hours into it and this is actually my third stab at trying Fire Emblem Awakening. In my first stab I did like a few hours and then my second stab not even that much. Well, um, before, we, before I started,
2: well, I, let me just explain uh, for those that okay. aren't aware with the, for the franchise. So, if you are familiar with Advance Wars, you might be thinking like permadeath, what's that? That's crazy. In Fire Emblem uh, there aren't there's no like resource gathering. You're not like earning 50 f- coins to build a new archer. Essentially, every unit in the game has a name and a backstory and a history, and so every unit matters, and if that unit right. dies in combat and you're using this permadeath setting, they're gone forever. They won't appear again.
1: So I was I was playing with permadeath on, and just like that's... Here's the thing. It is, it, you are right in that it is a completely different game when you have permadeath on, uh, because all of a sudden... Like protecting your units becomes your highest priority, um, and that, that stretches out the battles. The, the problem is that, the, for me, it changed it changed the way that you have to play the game into a thing I didn't really care for, which is, a, a big part of the game is seeing where you can look on the, the square map to see like what spaces enemies can get to, and then you the, the basic strategy is, when you're playing with permadeath on and you don't want anybody to die, is you take your big heavy tank guy and you move it just barely into the danger zone so that you can, like, sort of trick the enemy into coming in and attacking them, and then you can swarm them with everybody else who is sort of hanging back. And then you have to, like, pick people off one at a time like that. Like, that was the only way I was making any progress on that mode. But where that that uh, came to a, a pretty significant blockade was, like, I had a mission where I had to get across the map as quickly as possible. And it just, like... I don't know, man. Like, it's just, it just wasn't fun. It was too punishing for me to, to do that. Do
2: yeah. you know what
1: I'm saying? Like, do you know? Like, that's that's a... It seems bonkers to me that there's a mode where you have to kill all 20 of their dudes without losing a single one of your dudes. Well, you like, can
2: like, lose a single one of your dudes. I mean, the game is designed in such a way that because there are duplicates and, like, like it's not the end of the game if you lose I'll, one of their, your dudes.
1: I'll give you that, but at the same time... There's not always a skirmish for you. There's not always, like, extra guys on the map for you to go fight so you can grind up some levels. Oh. Sometimes you have to move on to the next story But you mission. can buy
2: and items that cause extra guys to appear on the map. If,
1: and if you're out of money, like, it, there's... there, This is a horrible I, I scenario you're painting. E- well, Here. no, because uh, I money hasn't been, like, flowing like milk and honey in, in my game. Like, I've actually been pretty strapped for cash the entire time. So you can't, like, buy the special thing that makes more enemies appear. I'm just saying that the traditional mi- RPG mindset of, like, I can't handle this right now, so I'll go grind. Like, sometimes that's not an option. Sometimes you just have to... So that layers an entire, like, another element yeah. of you have to tip, put your biggest, strongest guy Are in you... the front barely in so that you yeah. can get attacked and then get your weakest guy to, to deliver the finishing blow. Are you
2: playing on hard, hard or normal?
1: Um, I So I played on hard with permadeath, and I was like, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And then I tried playing on Normal, and Normal was a fucking cakewalk. Yeah, so like, that's the not... issue
2: that I had, too, is that I just got... And I've played probably three or four Fire Emblem games to completion. And yeah. I found Hard... Like, I I just got crushed in the first, like, th- like th- third mission of the game in Hard. And I had to dial it back, and then I found uh, Normal, which is essentially easy to be too easy for me. Um, yeah. But what's interesting... On hard, it's not just a matter of, well, they increase the chance for enemies to hit and or how much damage you're doing. They uh, actually change the AI. So the AI doesn't fall for that stuff. They'll actually, even if you're not in their like zone of attack, they'll still come after you. So it's a lot yeah. more strategic and a lot more challenging on hard. Um, now that I kind of know everything, know all the classes and stuff like that, I feel like if I beat the game, I would start again on hard. And it would be more interesting to me.
1: Right now I'm playing on hard with permadeath turned off. And that seems to me like if you're coming at this and you know some stuff about strategy, but like you want to have like a pleasant experience with the game at all. Like it just seems like, I don't know, it seems like that's the way to go because you can still be outsmarted by the AI. You can also save in the middle of battles when you play with permadeath off, when you play in casual mode as yeah. they call it so you can like if you have like a really good turn and you feel good about it you can save after it and then you don't have to start the entire battle over because some of these battles are super long so you can still get outsmarted by the ai and then not have to be like well that was fucking 45 minutes of my life that i'm just not gonna get back like Here. that seems like such an awful experience i i, Chris, I have what, Chris, what's your history with the yeah. with the series so
3: i i have no history with the series nor do i especially like strategy games outside of loving xcom When I was a child, I'm loving the new XCOM. Uh, So when I heard more XCOM, I was like pretty excited. I I don't really like fantasy. I don't really like a lot of things that are uh, in this game. Uh, But, (laughs) well, I I, I don't like things that are in this game and in other games. I don't like the genre. Uh, But what I would say is, here's how I went into it. I played on Normal, which I guess is easy, and I kept Permadeath off, and I have just let people die uh and that it's a long time before that even becomes a concern on normal because it is so easy but i don't have however many hours this game is going to take anyway and i've enjoyed this idea of playing a story game that has a pretty entertaining story and has all these relationships with the knowledge that i just might not see the end and that i might just lose or that yeah there's actually a, a surprisingly good localization I think um, it, uh, it,
0: the, the there are scenes um, in between the uh, the levels that you can actually trigger. Uh, some you can trigger out the field and some you can trigger by going back to the barracks where two characters will, will talk to each other and there'll be a little scene where they sort of build a rapport. Um, and the scenes are all unique depending on which two characters are building that rapport. Mm-hmm. But then they actually get combat bonuses. Yeah, so I, um,
2: this is – and I'm glad you brought that up, Justin – because this might be the most insane part of Fire Emblem Awakening. I don't know if you guys have gotten to it yet, but so the end goal of doing these, apart from having minor bonuses in battle, the end goal is eventually, if you're dealing with uh, two units that are of opposite sexes, which, granted, is a little closed-minded, but that's okay. You know, they're doing their own thing, I guess. Oh, so it's okay? Well, it's not. Oh, it's okay. Okay.
1: Everyone gets gets a pass from Russ.
2: (laughs) Uh... So with that in mind, uh, two units will eventually get married if their support level gets high enough. (laughs) Not only that, they'll get married, and they'll have a kid, and that kid will share skills of both parents. And also because of ridiculous story components, that kid might be older than both parents. Uh, And so you can then marry the baby to another baby, and then those two babies (laughs) can have kids. And then they fight with you, those babies, and the baby babies. That's the most um, fucked up thing about Fire Emblem.
0: It's a, it's a surprisingly. You know what? It kind of reminds me of Persona in that regard, where relationships are gamified in a way that um, is pleasant. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I. Uh, anyway, the localization I, I thought was all really good. The scenes are surprisingly cute. I mean, there's nothing earth shattering here, but they're, they're um. You know, they're 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 fun. Yeah, I, I, I
1: have a few issues with some of the stuff that's going that like uh, goes on behind like the progression of it and the the sort of customization and outfitting of characters. Like that's like the thing I'm really sensitive about about RPGs. Like I I I really need it to be something special. Um, I, I like I, for instance I don't like the fact that like spells and weapons have a. I, a number of uses that yep. you can use them for and then they break and then they're gone forever like that that i i can understand that is like a, a a series staple but for me it's just kind of an annoyance because it's like oh, i ran out of that fire spell i better go buy a, another one like i can i can understand it being a thing for like the super rare weapons and it's like you better save this up because you can only use it a certain number of wait a times, minute wait but... a minute
2: correct me if i'm wrong sir mcelroy Aren't you a die-hard Pokemon fan?
1: I am. Yeah, but if and you use Piki, it, Pikachu, doesn't have like a number ten uh, next to his doesn't life he have a like when he dies. number
2: of limited shock attacks until you? Rev-
1: yeah, but when he when he runs out of shock attacks, you just take him to Pokemon Center and then he's full up again.
2: Well, here you just go to the store and buy a new spear.
1: I guess. I, I mean, I guess we are talking semantics. There are some like you find like a rare spell. Every, the the reason why it bumps me out is because, like, I'll find a rare spell or a rare, rare weapon, and instead of being, like, psyched, like, oh, man, this is going to be so useful in battle, it's like, well, there's another thing I have to, like, worry about every yeah. fight. Like, oh, yeah, is it yeah. is it time to use the good fire spell? Oh, no. I mean, that's probably, I might be... Uh, you know, showing showing my hand a little bit about how neurotic I am, but um.
0: no, it's it's that same. It's I I I've always hated and and I accept that this is like my personal thing, but like I've always hated consumables, and and like po- like I'm the guy. I'll get to the end of a game and like in the last boss battle have mm-hmm. like thirty potions and forty you know stat boosting items yep. and all this garbage. Because if it's consumable, I don't like to use it. Yeah. I, and the the way the repairs work or like don't exist i guess in fire emblem um kind of turns every weapon into a consumable i mean it has a limited number of charges
1: and there's and also then, the wor- done the worst consumable is the seals that you have to use to change classes i am so there's silver or second seals which lets you change like classes based on like the base classes or there's a what is it master seal yeah, there's seal. a master seal which lets you upgrade to those base classes like like upgraded, more powerful yeah. class. I am nine hours into the game. Uh, you and here's the thing: they are fairly expensive, and you can only buy them once at special vendors that appear around the map at random. That changes I'm later in the u- game. I'm okay. Well, that's good because I'm nine hours into the game, and I've only found one of them. And like, yeah. I've been too afraid to use it on. Anything. Yeah, no, they they that's become the thing,
2: like far more common later when on. When
1: you work to 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 progress a character, oh. what's
2: wrong?
3: It. This is why I don't like strategy games, guys why it's so it's 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 all rules you do like like strategy
2: games you just talked about how much you like uh, XCOM.
3: yeah but that's like aliens like oh my gosh it's (laughs) like oh it's just like oh and then the number five goes up against three and if you get wait a minute
2: but you love like board games this is all it's basically a board game
3: i agree with sort
0: of where plant is going with this and is actually why i've got it on like casual no death and just whatever the you, basic yeah, wanna, is yeah you want i want like, to talk about
3: that crazy that elf man oh my gosh she's so annoying and pompous but i know i think he's going to fall in love with that girl who you know has a chip on her shoulder because her father died man like they're going to make it work <laughs> Yeah, you know like because they always sit next to each other in battle and that gives them a plus 10 i can talk about what you want to talk about but you know like let's do it through the lens of love
0: on the one hand I like the flexibility I like that it lets me turn it into a a game that is accessible to me even if I don't want to have to be stressing constantly about how many charges my fire wand has or whatever I do wish the game was like balanced depending on the way you wanted to play Uh, and for example um, I don't have permadeath on um, so when I get new characters uh, it's very much like well off to the closet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yep. you live. You live in my toy box because I'm never, ever going well, to use you for anything. That so is it's the... so. It's so groovy to meet you. Uh, De- <laughs> Deborah will help you find a dorm, I guess, back at the barracks, and you just like chill there because like I'm never gonna in, need you.
1: In my mind's eye, that is the biggest problem. That every, just about every RPG and definitely, definitely every strategy RPG faces. And really, none of them have really tackled it. I think Persona does a great job because Persona has the blending element. So, like, even when you get like a guy you know you're never going to use, you're like, well, I am going to use your arms and I'm going to attach him to another. That's how the fusion works in Persona. <laughs> they rip their body parts off that's and attach horrifying. To them to make new guys. Yeah, it's pretty scary. But, like, that's. They have some sort of utilitarian use, even though it's not you know I'm going to use you in battle and and yeah you're right like I got the uh, the commoner guy with the crock pot on his head and it's like I have so much potential and it's like well you're level two and this all is the are thing 11, so
2: so there's a there's a lot of like crazy dark soulsian type depth to these games where in that case in particular there is this like villager guy that joins you at level one and essentially will die in a single hit no matter what. But if you like shepherd him through levels and like, let him do the finishing kill on an enemy, eventually he'll level up. And right now I'm whatever, 30 hours into the game. And he is my best guy by like a mile. So there's a certain well, now, aspect why of why like,
1: give me that pro tip before I started fucking playing. I now told gotta, Justin
2: that pro tip and i am got to gently nurse this guy. Yeah. He's <laughs> tremendous. So, but there's a lot of that comes from like, the crazy like wikis online and stuff like that and but you can beat the game without knowing that stuff uh but it's kind of neat that there's like those little like certain characters have benefits that aren't readily apparent
0: yeah um i've been thoroughly thoroughly enjoying it and i don't like games like this i mean the the there is a lot of I, i i would ping it for like some of the unnecessary math and some of like the weirdly like Sometimes the tutorials are really heavy-handed, like and and sometimes it doesn't explain essential things like weapon degradation, for example, or weapon classes. Like um, a lot of that stuff, it just doesn't doesn't deal with, um, which is unfortunate because a lot of it is uh, you know,
2: yeah important. It's uh, I like it's
0: I, a little like
1: touchy it. to it's, it's a very content-rich game, and like I'm, I dig on that when it's it's and it's all like meaningful content and and it's it's satisfying to win a battle like it, it hits a lot of the the notes that i want from an rpg and an, 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 an srpg it it does that really well i just i don't know i just wish it wasn't tied to i always think it sucks when there's game mechanics built around like worrying you know <laughs> what i mean
2: like yeah but that creates I, tension I, that's why uh survival horror, horror games ten, it's not are. tense
1: though because i know i can just go out and get the new th- it's like it's chores at that point yeah and, okay
2: that's fair I, don't know. I will say i hate jrpgs almost every single one i despise and yeah. i don't care for the story in this it's fine it's not writing home about it. but i i do care for the fact that you can skip every cutscene and every piece of dialogue just by hitting start it's fantastic and every other mm-hmm. game should adopt this right because the gameplay is great you can skip right to the gameplay if you don't care about the story which i really don't yeah. although i do like fighting I- with babies babies You can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply.
0: get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com slash besties that's mintmobile.com slash besties cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details
3: (laughs) guys guys (laughs) Yeah. For, for halftime, I don't know if you're open to this, because I know that Russ hates spoilers. Oh, no. But but I I thought maybe Tiara? I would tell you the entire story of the upcoming movie, Safe Haven. Uh, I would like that
1: very much. I, not, I, is, I actually
2: already know the spoiler to this, so uh, feel free, Chris Plant. Is this the,
1: the new Nick Sparks is this Jam? is this the new
3: Nicholas Sparks Jam hashtag safe haven, starring... Okay. Uh, Hunky McHunk and Dreamy McDream Girl.
0: Um, <laughs> My wife watched the ad for that with me, and about literally six seconds in, she said, is this some of that Nicholas Sparks bullshit? And then almost as soon as she said it, it came up on the screen, based on a novel by Nicholas here Sparks. That, you, that,
1: here comes that. Open up. You're
2: going to eat this Nick Sparks shit up like pancake Sunday. That ad looks way more menacing than I think the movie intends on being.
3: Oh, no, no. It's a menacing movie. And I will okay. I'll start that off it. by, by digging spoilers
2: in. incoming. If you plan on spoilers seeing this movie.
3: incoming, if you're planning on seeing this this week, I'm sure our okay. audience is so waiting. So the the movie opens up with uh, Dreamy McDream Girl uh, on the run because she is a murderess, uh, a murderer of humans, uh, and she is on the run from the police, uh, going down into the south, uh, where she finds a beautiful small town and a hunky dude and a new best friend named Colby Smulders, okay? Uh, First twist of the movie, she's not a murderess. She did not murder anyone. The cop that is chasing her and put out an all points bulletin is actually an abusive drunk ex-lover. So the hunky guy, uh, Josh Duhamel and the ex-lover, they have a fight, a fist fight, on the 4th of July, during the fireworks extravaganza. <laughs> and a stray, an errant punch knocks the firework loose and it burns down Josh Duhamel's house. Uh,
2: I don't his how beautiful I don't think that's pr- house. do you pronounce his name?
3: Josh Dumel. Yeah, there
2: you go. Duhamel. Uh,
1: I think it's Caramel. I think it's Josh Caramel. Caramello. Josh, <laughs> c- quotation marks, that sweet, sweet, in quotation now, marks. Caramel. Here's the second twist, right? So
3: the house okay. burns down That wasn't entirely. really a twist. Well uh the, the, the <laughs> yeah just the house The house down. burns down entirely, but twist uh one desk survives because apparently it's fireproof. Inside okay. oh, one other thing. One important thing I'm forgetting. So Josh Schumel is actually widowed. Uh he has two children, uh but his wife uh recently died of cancer. Okay. Okay. So That inside happens a of, lot in experts, inside of this desk is a, a three letters from his dead wife. Uh, one is to the son, and it's for him on his graduation. Oh, the okay. other is to their daughter uh, for the day she gets married, uh, because, you know, let's assume she's not going to go to college. She'll just marry somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and the last letter is to, to whoever her is, to whoever the next wife is that Josh... Dumel ends up marrying, right? How come
1: Josh? D- How come Josh Dumble doesn't get? Well, doesn't get a letter.
3: Well, the, you can imagine that maybe this to her letter is like shared with Josh Dumel. You know, they'll read it and like cry uh, on their wedding day. So anyway, or
2: like roll but, over it while they're making yeah. out.
3: He he stores that letter for a while. Him. <laughs> Let's, make <laughs> Let's make out my letter. out of my <laughs> dead wife's letter. It's embarrassing. Sorry, lady. <laughs> uses it to wipe up. Um, oh, girl! <laughs> no. Come on. Okay, Come on. So, so this is, so fam- this is a fucking here.
1: family podcast.
3: So whatever, they they fall in love. Josh Duhamel and the and the pretty girl who I think is dating Ryan Seacrest. They like you know over time they fall in love. They like make out in the shower or whatever, uh, and then like it becomes basically like their wedding day or something. You know, like she's the one now. So it's time for her to read the letter, uh, from from the dead wife. She opens up the letter and it's like, oh, you know, Josh Dumel, what a good man you found. You're making such a good choice. And by the way, you got the class. I'm Colby Smulders. And she goes, what? what? And she looks over at Colby Smulders and she's like, I can go now. <laughs> and then she no disappears. God damn. <laughs> and then they, they cut to a series of flashbacks all of The Sixth Sense. In which we realize that every time the Bond pretty girl was talking to Colby Smolders, no one else was oh, there.
1: holy night! And then, the, wait a and then the movie ends. Wait, are you? And then okay, the movie just wait. ends. Can you
3: give that again to me in like a two sentence? Because I don't think I understand. Okay,
2: so I know. I'll try to bl- do it. Blonde girl moves
3: to the no, no, no. Blonde girl moves to the south, befriends uh, a handsome guy and a wacky sidekick, Colby Smulders. Uh, handsome guy's wife uh is dead from cancer uh but has letters from this dead wife to give to the woman that he eventually falls in love with he falls in love with the blonde girl the blonde girl opens up the letter from the dead wife and finds out the dead wife and coldie's smolders were the same all along she was led there by a ghost the ghost of this man's dead wife Okay. And now that she has introduced them and they've found each other, the dead wife can disappear into the ether.
2: First of all, I have a question. One, what does the letter say that lets her know that Colby Smolders is the dead wife? Like, does she, in the letter, does she it's say, me. like, hey, look, look up from your letter to see look my ghostly visage. Freak you the,
1: this is going to freak you the fuck out. Look like two rows back. <laughs> two rows back. Yeah, that's me.
2: Peace. Okay, so that's one.
1: <laughs> this, this is how...
0: Uh, listen, this is how I met your ghost. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, Bye. so the
2: second question I have has anyone ever seen the movie Over her dead body starring Paul Rudd and Eva Longoria
1: Basically the same uh, because no, it's, the, think, same it's the same fucking plot movie without a twist uh, no, I've seen a uh, ghost of girlfriends past with uh, uh, With Matthew uh, McConaughey. Yeah,
2: but in that case it was like the girlfriends were all dead uh, they were, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's a really tragic, it's a tragic story. Yeah, there was, was a boat
1: accident, right? There were yeah. there were four separate boat accidents. Wow. <laughs> I've seen The Last Boy Scout.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just want to
0: say Let's that. A a <laughs> um, that's that that a good movie.
2: That was a good cool. description, Plant. Um, yeah, can
1: you do it for me like a third time? Can yeah. you do it a I wanna, third time? Can
0: you like condense it more? I don't think I okay. understand.
1: Do, okay. one, do, one, 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 right? do it like, backwards. Think, take, take a second and really think about it because I want one sentence. Okay, okay. Don't use blonger.
0: No, like, no, 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 like no I I, I, got it. You I got it. Are up. you
1: ready? Yeah. Robin is the mother, but she was dead all along.
0: Okay. Got it? Gotcha.
1: Can you shorten it maybe three or four words?
0: <sighs> Boo.
2: <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Guys. That was a good segue, actually.
0: That's safe haven. It's out on Wii U. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's an eShop from the...
0: Hey, you know, you know what? Even if the movie Safe Haven was on Wii U, it would be the best game to be released
2: for Wii U in months. Oh, oh sad. That, that's, too, that's actually too much. Uh, th- that a ghost story was a good segue, I think, to yeah. our uh, other game of the week. Yeah, right. But
0: yeah. Very spooky. No, not really spooky. Well, <laughs> there were ghosts, spooky. I guess. Dead Space 3. Dead
2: Space 3.
0: Um, I got to tell you guys, I, w- I want to say I've never been a big Dead Space fan. You um, didn't like any of them? I didn't finish the first one because I thought it was not very good.
2: Too scary for you?
0: No, it's just not good for me. And then I okay. I played the second one and liked it, but for some reason got bored. So I actually went back and played the second half of two yeah. last week to prepare for uh, for Dead Space three.
2: Wow, yeah, That's very dedicated. I, and I enjoyed you. It a
0: lot more than I did the first time. It's funny how sometimes you just gotta find a game at the right time. Yeah. yeah.
2: So so people should know. Um, this uh, Dead Space 3 tells the tale of. I've forgotten his name. He's Isaac an engineer. Freeman. Isaac. Gordon Freeman. Isaac Clark. Duncan. He's an engineer. He fixes spaceships in his free time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this case, the uh, w- universe is a spaceship because he has to fix the universe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so essentially, Dead Space 3 is a story about. Throughout all of the Dead Space games, there's this, these things called markers. Uh, think of them as the halos of Halo. They're very important to the whole storyline, and they've never explained what the hell they do. Like, that'd be like going through five games and two novels and not explaining what the Halo is. So, essentially, they're using this game to explain what the hell they are. Uh, unfortunately, the story is a pretty joke, laughable, terrible Uh There's a love triangle while Isaac Clarke is trying to save the world and fighting snow monsters. But... Uh, it is Dead Space insofar as you cut limbs off al- aliens and uh, they jump out at you, etc. So that's, that's pretty good. It's sort
0: of a recurring theme with Dead Space, I think. Uh, yeah. Like in the second game, I, I, I mean, I was trying, like, I was paying attention and stuff, and it never got beyond like, we need the transponder core, go turn it.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. The second but game makes no of, sense. A, it's in a giant
3: space blender,
1: like ah. Come
3: on. These games make sense in the same way Halo games make sense. No, but the first Halo game made sense.
1: No. It did.
3: If you play through the games and you don't, like, read the pages and listen to the logs, you are, you know, shit out of luck. But if you stop and listen to every log and defeat the whole pace of the game, it's like you have to choose. Do you want the experience that is right or do you want to, like, Totally spoil right. the so, dramatic experience. So the comparison would be to.
2: like, in a, and when you're playing through Bioshock, you could not pick up any of the audio logs and still have a pretty good sense as to like what the hell went on in Rapture, whereas here, you would have no fucking idea what the hell is going on, um, which is sort of not great. Um, on the bright side, uh, it does some things rather cool once you figure out how they work. Specifically. So the one big change this time around is the weapon customization, and it is crazy, crazy complicated and really not well demonstrated as to how it works. But once you figure it out, it's super cool. It like allows for a pretty insane level of do customization any, over I mean, every gun. Do you have any? Do you
1: want to take our listeners to the to the rest fresh stick pro tip corner? So like if you yeah I
0: can do you, that. If you have a, but Justin's going to do it. Pl- so guns have different a few different basic components. Are there decals there are, on it on the gun? There are three. There are three components. There's the frame. There's what you're shooting, and there's what you're shooting. Your at boner,
1: because you're holding such a cool gun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can put but you, no, no, no. So like, if you the the base weapon of the of the Dead Space you know world is the plasma cutter. So if you have a you know, your basic handle and a plasma core, and uh, a the normal tip at the end, you're gonna have a plasma cutter. If you have just the tip at the end, then that's not a gun. Uh, you it, uh, you can use different tips to shape that plasma. You can put a, a second tool onto your weapon uh, if the frame's big enough and then have like a plasma cutter up top and maybe a rail gun below it. Or maybe you have something that shoots electricity uh, and then you have additional upgrades like something that um, improves your ability to freeze monsters with your stasis powers or an attachment that automatically uh picks up all the guns around you or a scope um and you can disassemble and reassemble these parts at will do not uh, disassemble Do
2: why not because johnny five said that oh right uh <laughs> that was that was well <laughs> described
0: g-o-o-d stuff russ thank that you.
2: that is the essential uh core components of the crafting system unfortunately hearing a human being say those things and actually seeing how it works in the game are two different matters. Oh, yeah. And and the way they portray it in the game is like, you just got a military engine and you have no idea what the fuck a military engine is. Essentially, you get these quote-unquote engines and they decide what kind of bullets you're shooting and then the tips decide how those bullets come out of your gun. And there was an easy way to say that and it wasn't, you just got a military engine, attach it to your upper core part sector uh so they do don't do a very good job explaining how it works but once you figure it out uh it's super cool because it essentially lets you strap two gun two guns on top of each other and uh add whatever kind of upgrades and parts you want um
3: you also have the option to spend real world money to buy all the parts
2: yeah you have the option to do that you don't have to
1: Yeah, um, there you also, are, there
2: are a lot of in-game components that like let you find resources, or you could sort of skip them and just pay a bunch of money to buy in-game. Resources. I mean, that
0: stuff actually gets crazy. There's a, uh, you get these robots that you can deploy, and then they'll return to the workbench where you build everything after a while and bring you some resources. Um, okay, cool. Uh, when you're at the bench, you can pay like five dollars. To increase the speed with which they return to you, you can pay or, five dollars to increase the capacity that they have. You can pay five dollars to give them a personality so they'll talk to a you. A sarcastic, personality. personality, so they'll talk to you if you want to do that. <laughs> I'm not sure. Sh- fifteen dollars. That's pretty
2: cheap for to have friends, though. Yeah, yeah. Like fifteen dollars, and
0: then the 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 little collection robots are you know as good as they could be and like do not it's just 15 dollars
2: yeah that, <laughs> I mean, that's that stuff cool. is that's ridiculous. three
1: five dollars you're only talking about three meals at subway <laughs> and that's how really how you have to measure these things i mean that's rough but where where do you, i'm the conversation i want to have about this game and i'm just going to go ahead and take over um is, how do you guys feel about the franchise's transition from being sort of and i haven't played dead space 3 but i did play dead space 1 and 2 to completion so i feel like i can confidently say that it moved from being more of a survival horror title with action elements in the first one to a almost full-blown action game with and i, I didn't hate dead space 2 i i did genuinely like it but it lost some of the specialness that Dead Space One had, which is that Dead Space One actually did scare the shit out of me from time to time, and it is very hard for a game to do that to me. Here's
3: here's the thing about horror that I think I, I don't know if you can make a good sequel uh, to a horror franchise like this. I mean, yeah, because
1: no one liked Resident Except Evil Two. Resident Evil Two is like yeah, the best.
3: Uh, okay, great. They Burn. they refined it. Uh, but what I what I what I think is the problem with horror is. You have, to, you have to be able to scare people, and you have to make sure that they don't know exactly what to expect. And revealing kind of what these monsters are and where you are in the universe in Dead Space is why it's so scary. You're like, you know nothing. You okay. are an engineer. You're not good with guns. You haven't killed before. You don't know what's going to be behind the corner. You've never seen the monsters. You don't know about the religion. It's all coming to you, and that's what's freaky as you slowly figure that stuff out. Once you've kind of, you know, opened the kimono, Ugh. there's not a lot to be scared of beyond jump scares. So unless right. they, they totally change the, the, the scope of it. You know, like Resident Evil 2 is scary because Resident Evil 1, 1, it looks a thousand times better. So it's scary because it looks more realistic. But 2, the scope is just such... I, so I feel like bigger. you are
1: focusing on the artistic and psychological aspects of a, a, a horror game. I'm saying mechanically. Dead Space yeah. 2 by the so, end of Dead Space 2 I was a fucking I was fucking one of the Gears of War dudes like I was just Yeah so I, the
2: crazy thing oh, yeah. is that in this game if you thought Dead Space 2 became an action game it is half where this game is in terms of being an action game Oh man you yeah. like within the first level you are running through corridors uh, soldiers are throwing grenades at you and you've got about 60 health packs that you don't need to use cuz your inventory is full of health packs and ammo it is a complete, complete push I'm, towards the action. When I,
1: when I when I talk about it becoming an action game, like I don't want it to be because it it it's mostly made up of the same elements that the that Dead Space One had in it. But there's there's just a I think in order for a horror game to succeed, and a lot of the Resident Evils have gotten it right, a lot of them have gotten it wrong too. Is the um like you said there does have to be that uncertainty but there also has to be a balance of powerlessness that the character has to have yeah and i I feel like dead space one walked that line that's that's the whole idea of resource management i know it's weird for me to say this after talking about how annoying that was in fire emblem but in a survival horror game like resource management is a check and balance put in there to make you feel powerless right um and, and i so i, th- I yeah. it's not just um, that it's not that just point. that you have so much stuff by the end of it it's also that like you have a gun that can shoot an exploding ball of electricity and also it has a saw blade that comes out and just devastates everything like by the end of Dead Space 2 i was so powerful i was literally just running past all of the monsters and like just yeah. bye guys
2: i'm trying to get to the end of the game I just... so i think what they did you know as we haven't really talked about it but Dead Space 3 has co-op throughout And I think the co-op, the addition of co-op basically made them make this decision where they were like, okay, the last two Dead Space games, a lot of the tension comes from, uh, you know, when am I going to use this health pack? When am I, you know, how much ammo am I going to hold for these specific guns? Um, Whereas adding co-op, you can't really do that in a co-op game because it becomes a pain in the ass um, waiting for the other person to like manage their inventory and health and ammo and stuff. So they streamlined the ammo in that the ammo is universal, it works for every gun, Um, and they streamlined pretty much, I mean, getting items, the items come way more frequently frequently than they ever did. So because of that, I feel like they made a faster, more reasonably paced co-op game, and the sacrifice of that is that the single-player game feels uh, lacking in tension because you're just being rained with ammo and health.
3: Also, just the obvious thing that they wanted to make the franchise more profitable, and horror is niche, and action is. Do you really mainstream. think that's true? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: sales-wise, is it, it is. How, yeah. I mean, look at movies. Why There's do you think they
2: did that is, with Resident Evil? I mean, they fail with Resident Evil, but that's what they did. I just. They made it more I guess. Action-y.
1: I guess what I don't get is the pushback from from people in the industry and and fans of the franchise who like say like you know it doesn't have to be a horror game like now it's an action game and it's their right to change it like people people who get upset when i say like i i'm kind of disappointed in the way that it's going my disappointment like i'm dead space 2 is a good game like i'm sure dead space 3 is is a good game also um but i don't know i think it's more dead space 1 is just more special to me because it did stuff that other, like, games are not willing to do. Like, it was scary. It, instead of throwing four monsters at you and having you mow them down, it threw one monster at you and said, you know, you may or may not yeah. have what you need to, to kill this guy.
3: Right, and that's 100% you're right. That's, like, classic angry video game commenters and even colleagues telling people that they shouldn't be upset because the game needed to sell more. I mean, you can still like a game... I don't know. I I think it's weird to ever tell people that their opinion just shouldn't matter because of the business practices being legit or intelligent. I I, don't
0: know.
3: I I agree
0: that like the the game is I'm actually enjoying it a lot and it's it's scratching some of the itches that uh the the games before did did not scratch. Um I'm also cognizant of the fact that they have sacrificed a lot to make that happen. Like you touched on health and ammo getting thrown at you but like it's constant i mean yep. it is, you are picking up items literally every five seconds i mean there's a ammo there's uh a, there's a, a part that and yet you need. it still
3: wants you to manage your inventory yeah so. right it
0: yeah there's there's health you just got health you just got uh you know a part that you need you just got a weapon component you just got i mean it's it's almost like a, a loot game it's almost like a diablo level of like finding junk constantly um I, I, the downloadable content stuff, I don't. I, I'm not crazy about because I think you should, you should balance your game based on the way that the game is most enjoyable. Um, the, also, the the co-op thing is crazy. You have this guy who's your partner, and he just appears at random moments that have. not I mean, he's never with you while you're playing. I mean, if you're playing single player, never with you while you're playing. And then sometimes in a cutscene, he'll just be like. <coughs> <laughs> how did you know how did you oh i found this other door back here that just got me right there there was no shooting or anything so it was
1: pretty great hey man um, why don't you just come up here it yeah, is it's way, way easier it is fucking breezy up here it is it is fine <laughs> what i would say for those people who are really
3: bummed out about dead space not being horror anymore is if you can get a cheap 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 pc there are a lot of really good horror games on pc yeah. that don't require anything powerful i mean but it's, you
1: it's it's not you can take your parents my, disappoint, my disappointment my disappointment isn't that there are no horror games to play because i know there's there's yeah it's that this franchise lot, isn't that anymore. it's a dead space one like i don't know like i had a lot of that was back when ea was like that was like the mirror's edge era where it was like they're fucking turning it around with this new ip and like i played it and was skeptical and then was just blown away by how much i really liked it um hmm. And then I don't know. Just I, to, I, I play so many of these, fu- and, and like, just because there's a lot doesn't mean they're bad. I, I I admit that, but I don't know. I played so many action games in the past year. It's oh, like man, wait
3: till you play Army of Two, Three. Oh, it's boy. like no, I played thanks.
1: the I played the demo of Dead Space Three, and like I'm in a frozen tundra and escaping a train as it falls off a cliff, and it's like. I don't know. It's just I've I've done that before. I've I've I, been
0: there i'm i'm i i think that it's not it's not going to be for everybody And i think if you're a horror devotee you're you're going to be irritated it's with the not i w-
2: i've never been like I, I mean i might have screamed at high pitch once or twice but it's not a scary game no it's, it's not a action. scary
0: game mainly because you've got like a, a military engine and, yeah <laughs> and, and a plasma core and everything uh, and a gun that shoots exploding lightning balls um but it does expand the scope quite a bit uh Lengthwise, it's probably it's about twice as long as Dead Space Two. Uh, it's got a lot of uh, side missions, optional missions that you can go on. Um, it also takes you out into space uh, more, where in Dead Space Two is, uh, you know, you occasionally enter zero g uh, areas where you had free movement. Um, other times, you uh, in Dead Space Three, you, you know, you were actually space walking. You know, going from shuttle to shuttle and finding a, a yeah it favorite. feels a little more
2: metroidy that way
3: yeah yeah i think that that's fair kim guys i have a question yeah. about those guns right so in the first game you're an engineer and you kind of like jerry rig your your engineer machine into like killing things you're you're making you're making the best of what you've got by dead space 3 what is going on? Like, you get ammo, but you're using the same weapon from Dead Space You realize 1, you, you're using...
2: You happened uh, ha, on the best be, weapon you could possibly happen upon. You got it on did, the right did the first shot. the rest of
3: the world realized that your tool was the future of, like, warfare? So they built <laughs> benches everywhere? Yeah, apparently. Like, what? I really like... It's such a shame, too, everywhere.
0: because it, it, again... And I say this saying, that, like, admitting that, like, I enjoy playing Dead Space 3 more than i did the first two but again like it's such a cool idea that he's using um that he's using like engineering tools to fight these monsters i mean even if it's just a glorified you know plasma pistol or whatever um it's it's a neat conceit that he's using engineering tools you know welding guns and stuff like that rivet guns stuff like that to 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 fight with and like it's 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 a shame that that they've sort of issued that for uh more traditional weapons i mean you actually can just make a submachine gun now i mean it, you yeah. know
2: they it, call it, it, it something engineering e but or I mean, like the grenade I mean, launcher is the it's survey super charge f- super but fast
1: it's nail shooter well, i mean the the, yeah. <laughs> the
0: uh the like the military engine if you use that it doesn't even pretend like it it just calls it like a carbine or or whatever yeah um so it's a shame that they've sort of moved this feels like a desperate not desperate, this feels, yeah okay, kind of desperate ploy to make this a commercial smash please, please, please let this turn into a a giant commercial game and uh, it's it's lost a lot of what I think makes it special and the ways in which it succeeds are, are not
2: particularly interesting I think Although I think the weapon customization is cool. No, I do
0: think. Yeah, I think. I think that is actually a good example of an evolution that yeah. makes a lot of sense.
2: And but the rest of it, I would agree, doesn't seem to evolve too much. Uh, should we talk about what we're doing next week? Bit Trip Runner Two. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Bit Trip Runner Two. Uh, if you like running and jumping, uh, it's not often that you have a game that has both running and jumping in it. Um
0: i i uh what are we gonna
1: what are we gonna what's the other thing we're gonna get dip into
2: uh crisis or crisis. uh or metal gear i am uh, psyched for crisis i might actually pick that, I, pick that, that for up. I can't run it i can't run it on a i don't have a good pc well, and on 360 a yeah but that takes a lot of the charm okay yeah i guess so um i'll play bit trip runner you guys can play the other one oh, man. okay good perfect
3: glad god you already bailed (laughs) i'll dip in in. In crisis it it, i
0: don't know those are good it's just so hard who's got the time who
3: who does have the time for all these
0: videos true
2: also the playstation 4 is coming out next week so jesus
1: please
3: people are gonna be shocked when they say and by the way they're in stores now. Oh, <laughs> under your butt. <laughs> We've got one game Everyone's that works with in. it. Let's, let's go around. <laughs> but it's mind. the last Guardian. Let's go around the internet
1: table. Let's drop some predicties. We'll start Just, oh, We'll go, yes, Justin, start with you, and we'll get our predicties out. Five 500 Five okay. hundo? Oh, is that what we're predicting? 500. That's not What's the price? I mean, you could talk about anything. Okay. okay. I think it'll be five
0: hundo. Okay. I think it'll have a Blu-ray drive. I think it'll have a terabyte of storage i think it's gonna have metroid it's gonna have no it's it's gonna have a terabyte of storage it's gonna have uh move functionality up in it it's gonna be really powerful and it's gonna have a screen on the controller
2: okay that's good i'm gonna predict that it's black with spider-man font what if they I wanna predict a new font new font okay you oh uh, comic sans <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Hey! Hey, kids!
1: I'm the Orbis! (laughs) Come play your fun clown games on me! It's the PlayStation
0: 4,
2: guys. Please. PlayStation 4. You think
1: they're gonna go with the 4? 4 just seems like such a... It's so many. There's a lot of numbers. Here's how it's gonna go down.
2: It's gonna be like PlayStation Vision or some bullshit like that.
3: Guys, here's how it's gonna work. I got the inside scoop. Okay. Oh, man. Stage... Stage lights rise. Mm -hmm. A man walks on the stage he goes ladies and gentlemen my name is tom kalinski and i am the new ceo of sony and people are like "What? who's tom kalinski and everybody googles it and they check out his linkedin page and they're like wait a second this was the ceo of sega in 1995. why would they bring out tom kalinski and he goes i'm ready to announce that the sony playstation Four is coming out today for eight hundred dollars exclusively at Toys R Us, and people are like, "No way!" This is a this is a game changer, and then Tom Kalinske goes, "What?" and then his head explodes, and then Miyamoto comes out of his head. He crawls out of his head, and he says,
1: "And we just bought Apple." Whoa! <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog shows up. And starts giving him a sensual massage. Is this what we're doing? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, keep going. Steve Jobs and Son comes out and says, I was formed in battle when my dad, Steve Jobs, had a high enough support ranking with Sonic the Hedgehog.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And then Tails flies in and he grabs a building and he transports us to Mars. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and then we see that Mars rover and we're like, what? This is all shot on a soundstage and Stanley Kubrick's not even dead.
1: Um, I think, I think a little big planet three, I think that's likely.
3: <laughs> I don't know. That seems too far fetched.
1: Um, well,
3: we will go be back
0: <laughs> next Friday for the besties with all these things that we've been talking about. And, and by then we'll know what the PS4 is, uh, the PS, okay. It's not Orbis. It's not PS4. It's the PS4 bus. Think about it. Think about it. Oh man, this has been an episode. This is an episode and a half. Well, we've done a lot. Um. We've done a lot of work here, guys. There's many sounds and consonants. <laughs> so thanks for joining us. Make sure to come to polygon.com, it's our website. Follow us on Twitter, etc., etc., etc. Subscribe and make sure to join us again next Friday for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends play the world's first games? Yeah. Besties!